Welcome, everybody, to Peculiar Objects, the only 80s podcast that Judd Nelson refuses to go on. I am your shallow princess who has more depth than you actually realize, Anthony Moore. With me are two other people who play this game. I am one uh, misunderstood goth uh, that uses her dandruff for magnificent uh, snow art, uh, a.k.a. Nigel Collins. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm I'm Casey Hills, but I just real I'm looking for brunch club. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, darn. I think That's, I think I might yeah. be in the wrong place because right. I'm I'm the uh, I'm like the 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 guy who's I'm the I'm the snowboard jock who actually has a heart of gold and is going to help save the uh, the rec center by winning really? a snowboard contest. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. You want a I don't, second I don't belong here. It was really nice to meet you guys, though. All right, I'm making it a third. You happy? Three. I I have to save the rec center, sir! Great, four. You're in for a month. I got you for a month, pal. It's the motherfucking K-12, man. That was the misunderstood goth, by the way. Like, she has no no authority. She has no authority here? No power? (laughs) Just like a little living snow globe. I was looking for the brunch bunch, my bad. Ah, brunch bunch. So failed uh, ABC cartoon Saturdays. Yep. That was the brunch bunch. Yep. Judd Nelson approved. He he used to do the <laughs> intros to it actually. Yeah. Fantastic. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, uh this is Peculiar Objects. We are a show that tries to recreate every single one of your favorite 80s childhood movies. You all know them. I've said them every week. Stuff like Goonies, stuff like Monster Squad. Stuff like uh, Stand by Me, Stand by uh, Me, Gremlins. The people under the stairs was that eighties? Nineteen ninety. That was ninety. Damn. Ninety. Though it did have Sorry. Homeboy from Twin Peaks. So. Child's Play. Child's Play. Yeah, technically eighties. Uh, is that technically a kids on bike adventure though? On a trike. There's a kid in it, and he bikes from place to place. Okay, but a kids a on wheel. bike adventure. Uh, most of you guys know what this kind of trope is. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to have kids on bikes, but it's the idea that these are kids that go out on adventures and do things that are kind of uh, extraordinary. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's go with that. I guess Poltergeist. Yeah, the secret Spielberg film. Yep. All right. The Great uh, Mouse Detective. <laughs> Telling you, so, Alan Tudyk would be amazing in the live action uh, remake. Of yeah, that. well, that's because we fucking saw him play the best Sherlock Holmes ever it at that. Uh, the Geffen? At the Geffen? No, the Kirk Douglas Theater. I don't remember. No, so it was Douglas the Geffen. The, the Kirk because the Kirk Douglas Theater is um, uh, the Amundsen. Whatever it was. That was such a fantastic play, and Alan Tudyk 100% plays one of the best Sherlock Holmes you'll ever delightful. see. Pretty uh, good. Sorry, we're bragging. Yeah. No, we no, not at all. That. We got to see We got to sit super close to his face. It was awesome. Mm. <laughs> okay. This is part of the so, show. Uh, Casey, do you have a recap for us from last uh, sitting? Yes. Last time. Uh, the boys went home, they decompressed from their evening, whereupon they had discovered that the secretive group meeting in the park may not have been as uh, malicious and malevolent as they had originally presumed. Uh, the next day, Kit was very sleepy and grouchy, and he was raring to fight with anybody who would uh, who would meet with him on the field of verbal battle. Uh, including his history teacher, whereupon he corrected some commonly held misconceptions about the nature of ley lines and also slee stacks uh, in the founding of Spencer's Folly, and was uh, subsequently detentioned. Um, While being detentioned, he found some books that would help him in his research, and he met with Susan and Sontag, uh, two of the uh, kids who were there that spooksome night, they established that they were not necessarily working at cross purposes, uh, and the two kids recommended that he speak to their parents, who are members of the PTA and the BOB, respectively. Also, I would like to say that I'm very proud of us, because uh, we we have an organization called the Benevolent Order of Beavers, and we refer to them as bobs instead of boobs, Naturally and I think so. that's I think that's... <laughs> That's just damn decent of us, yeah. is what it is. Uh, and also, Adi disappeared into the fucking woods? 
so I think we're <laughs> allegedly. So I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna find out what happened there. Probably. He also failed a test. Damn it. He did. He got a forty. Forty. Yeah, yeah that's because he was up until one a.m. in the morning, and uh, yeah, and he had a bread sandwich the morning. for breakfast. So you know, I that's think that's true. the big factor from this. Chapter six, seventeen oh nine. There was blood everywhere. The sick metallic smell was too much for James, the town marshal, to bear. He had seen rituals gone wrong, but never to this extent. The blood in the room had been painted into an unmistakable form of a pentagram. The body parts of Jonathan Spencer's family are arranged at each point of the star. Written in blood across from James was an incantation he did not recognize. And under those, the words, He has awakened. We must end. Were written. The final part of the words ended with a trail of blood to the ground where Jonathan Spencer lay, an axe in his hand, a leather book in his other hand, and a dagger through his heart. So, Audie, yes. you have mm-hmm. left school and are venturing into the woods. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I got a kind of pent-up frustration from not passing my, my test. So I'm kind of just, like, freeform dancing through the forest along with doing some sweet jumps. Okay, before trees. before you go into the forest, I need to know if you've uh, gathered anything, if you guys kind of gone back to your headquarters and you've taken anything with you. Um, you definitely don't need your bike to get there, especially because it's going to be hard to ride your bike when you get into the forest. Mm-hmm. But, like, what have you taken with you as uh, a means to survive? Well, I'm not uh, – well, Adi's not going – deep into the forest he's just kind of the outskirts he's trying to he's he's scouting out to see if you can find any bread crumbs of clues be it uh any of carly's stuff or stuff so for the time being he's he's rocking his backpack uh he still's got his helmet and his cast and um he found a big stick stick yeah like a big tree branch kind of a thing that he's using as a anything else you want to take with you like i feel like you're the student to Kit. Kit is mm-hmm. has taught you to always be prepared for something to happen sure. to you. Even yeah. the most mundane, even the most mundane of uh, excursions you could have could lead yeah. to something bad. Um, so maybe these are things that you keep in your backpack at all times. Mm-hmm. I don't think you necessarily went to the. Uh, the hideout to grab stuff, but no, no, these no. Are this is a this is a kit that Kit actually got me. So for sure, uh, there's a compass in there. Um, okay. There's a a little wood carving knife that just kind of looks like a chunk of wood, but then it can kind of flip open. Okay. Um, and then uh, a a, bat, uh, a large battery uh, flashlight. Okay. And but it's kind of messy in there, so there might be more. Okay. Well, aside aside what he might have in his backpack and might have grabbed, uh, we have actually been working, because he so frequently has one, like more often than he doesn't, we've been working on turning uh, that liability on his arm into a utility cast. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've... We've arranged, like, he's got a small, like, selection of, like, little tools and items, maybe, like, stored up it. Dope. Okay, it's going to be difficult for him to grab it out, because, like, have you ever stuck something in a cast and tried to take it out? Well, see, that's the thing. That's why they've taken taken special care. Like, they've worn little grooves and stuff, just like Houdini did with keys in his mouth. Right. Ugh, that's a terrible he, he he wore little grooves into his mouth to fit mm-hmm, keys because the groove is in the heart. <laughs> no, yes, he did. He 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 secreted. I, this sounds like something I would make up, but it's, I'm, I promise I'm not. I may be wrong, but I understand it to be true. He he made little little pocket pouches in the in his cheek flesh mm. for to hold keys. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's commitment. Hungarians, man. What are you gonna okay. do? <laughs> so, Adi, uh, you're. Uh, one of the things issues about going into the forest is uh, a lot of it is like active. I don't want to say construction areas, but 
the wood is harvested and it's used for a variety of furnitures. So you see like like there are sections of the woods that you know you can't really go in. There's like yellow caution tape around because that's like kind of the area that they're working in right now. Right. Um, um but I am very small and can kind of do my gremlin creep. So like that's kind of an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. Which, I mean, who knows? Maybe the guys on construction are a little freaked out by the forest, too. So maybe, yeah. like, mind over matter well, for that. Well, the forest itself is pretty mundane. Mm-hmm. But there is no person in this town, no matter what their age is, that would ever be willing to set foot into that area. Okay. Um, in that case, then, uh, it's, it's a game for Audi to prove how uh, tough he is. By, like, running into a certain patch of the forest and running back out. Okay. Um, wait, so are you heading towards... Then Then are you heading towards the, the deep, like, ancient part of the woods? Um, no, not quite as far. I wanna, I'm want i just kind of going the long way home. Because there's a way I can cut through that is through the forest. Um, okay. So you're cutting through the forest. Um, you walk through... Uh, uh, what are you doing as you're as you're going through the forest? Um, violently dancing and shaking a stick while doing sweet jumps. <laughs> okay, are you paying attention to anything like tracks or? Yeah, or... Oh, I mean, like that's part of it. So it's like I'll have like, I'll be like, I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. And I kick off of a tree. I'll do a little jig, and then I'll look around me just to like one make sure that no other students are seeing me. But two, I am still looking around for Carly Figueroa's stuff. Like, that is still a priority to keep an eye out. And uh, three, I'm still a little afraid somehow vampires might want to eat children. So, like, sure. keeping an eye out. It is daytime. Yeah, it's a it's a weird fear. But, like, like who knows, man? I didn't think that they'd eat kids. Who, who knows what else they can friggin' do, so. Reverse vampires. Right. They put blood Super into tanned. you. <laughs> Goddamn okay. nurses. Adi, you, you're doing your little kicks. You do a jump, and you kind of miss, and you skid on the ground. Okay? Shit! You don't hurt yourself, mm-hmm. but pretty much where your face lands in the ground, you see a pair of bare footprints that are kind of small. I'm not being a smartass. I'm genuinely asking for clarification. N- not paw prints. Yeah, right. No, bear, bears, and shoeless. Like no As in un- unshod. Okay, yeah, co- okay, I, cool. Thank you for saying that. I am going to change the spelling of bear now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shall continue. I would have said paw prints if it was... No, I know. I appreciate it. Um, oh. Okay, uh, which way are they going? Deep. Into Ooh. the woods. Ominous. Um, I look around. Is there anything else like any, is it just the footprints or is it like, are there other footprints? Are there drag marks? Are there, you look around and you see a tiny, like, like piece of clothing that was kind of torn, Mm -hmm. um, from what looks like a night shirt. Uh, we don't know what kind of, like just some kind of cloth, uh, shirt, uh, on a branch right near it. Um, is there any, uh, distinct, uh, things of the forest that I'll notice, like an interesting tree or a formation of rocks? Uh, roll, what is your brains? My brains are an eight. Yeah, roll a three for me. Here we go. For you, I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven. Audio Um, above and beyond. You you noticed someone has carved the words uh, JP Hearts uh, TM in a tree right in front of you. JP T. What was the last one? Hearts TM. Hearts TM. Gross. And you're 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 like you haven't been that far into the forest. Like if you even like glance a little bit back, you can see like outside into the town area anyways so like you're pretty sure that if if you left and came back you would be able to find this spot um 
you notice on the ground that the trail, like the footprints, keep going. Okay, you uh, see a so, trail of footprints. Um, so with my big stick, um, I want to try to carve into the dirt. Audi uh, went searching. Okay, foot, and then that's as he's he got tired after that. It's a lot of work for him. Uh, you went searching foot. Okay. Uh, so you're going to follow the feet prints then, Yeah. Oh, correct? and I'll, I'll, I'll point. I'll have an, an arrow, a crude arrow. Okay. Pointing um, to the bare foot. You, you head through uh, the forest, uh, okay. going deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. the forest. Um, how, like, how long do you want to be traveling for? Uh, at least, at least five minutes. Okay, so you travel for five minutes. Um, the feet prints uh, stay consistent. You notice something kind of odd that, like, especially as as uh, you've been training with Kit and you've been learning things about tracking and stuff like that, that the feet prints are. Um, almost the exact width apart, uh, and like almost the exact same spot as if whoever was walking down it was like on a path that they were not going to deviate from. Okay. How big are the footprints? They're the size of a 10 year old girl. Hmm. Those are huge. Good God, man. It's a giant I'm after. Welcome. Uh, welcome to Casey Hill's final episode of Peculiar Objects, everybody. <laughs> It'll be a joyous time here, because eventually Ding. I'm actually going to really fire him. What a day that'll be. So Adi's awesome. in the woods chasing a giant <laughs> child. A giant bird. Okay, so you, uh, you can't say for sure that these are Carly's... Uh, footprints uh nigel but you're like pretty sure that you've stumbled upon where she may have gone okay um i also want to look up um is there any i don't know like broken tree branches or like fucking claw marks or something that i should be aware of like that i'm not just being like i'll follow the feet that are determinedly walking for the same exact pace for the but you do notice that as you get further in Mm-hmm. Like the thicker the the canopy of trees above you gets, okay. almost weirdly thicker. Like you've you've lived in this town forever. Like you've been up on high buildings and have been able to see out into uh, the forest. And from what you've seen above the forest tops, it's never been this thick. Even in even in the spooky, scary area, mm-hmm. it's never like looked the way it does okay um and i mean it's the footprints are just going straight correct like they're not like winding or anything it's just kind of i mean they're they're following they're following a path that path does wind but they're always the exact same length from Mm -hmm. each other and almost like like if you were to take a a tape measure and Mm -hmm. stick it in one end and go like 500 feet across it's the exact uh, same pace the entire time it's the exact same pace in the exact same position like there's not an inch or two in one direction that it's going it's staying on its predetermined path as it's walking through the forest okay um i'm gonna bust out my compass and i want to um find out exactly which direction the footprints are going that way i can notate it in my notes that kit was so sweet to give me Okay, my graph so, paper notes. He knew you'd make good use of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the forest is pretty big and pretty massive. Mm-hmm. Um, you are heading north in the forest uh, for like, I would say, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Whatever your pace is, uh, five minutes worth of time. Uh, eventually, the it's almost like a ninety degree turn. Uh, the footprints. Uh, veer west uh it's like you have a footprint here and then mm. you have a footprint there 
like 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 they almost like an about face. Well, no, it's like it's like she had a foot and, oh, and like almost like a, a military turn. turn. Yeah, and and started walking west. Okay. Um, is there anything I'm seeing? Like, is, is does it just look like forest to me, or is there anything like out of the ordinary? The trees like, oh, start... mm-hmm. are starting to look m- older. Like, like the thing about moosewood trees is they all look like moose antlers. Right. Um, you like they all look kind of the same. They're a very, very unique shape. Mm-hmm. The trees you're seeing now, as you get deeper into the forest, are weirder looking, more My gnarled, God. more mm-hmm. twisted. Like, like. The the moosewood trees are a, a kind of light kind of uh you know antler kind of color. Yeah. These are darker, like like a mahogany or an ebony or like something like really dark. You can s- see that they're kind of the same type of tree, but they're versions of these trees that you've never seen before. Okay. Um. I'm gonna take out my uh my carving knife and i want to like cut off a sliver from one of the trees okay you have one sliver of a tree thank you uh adi you kind of get the sense that you're getting closer to the area that nobody ever goes into and you have a sense that maybe you're the first person to consciously I don't want to say consciously like you've seen that 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 Carly has been here. Mm-hmm. Um but you know what I mean you get the sense that intentionally nobody yeah intentionally comes into this area. I don't even want to say intentionally cuz you have no idea what you know that that Carly was taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say intentionally cuz you 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 don't know how she was taken. You don't know what what happened when she was taken. Um you're the first person to intentionally be here. For a very, very long time. Okay. Um. Hmm. Like, I always kind of like the idea of, like, getting higher ground. Um, I don't know how much these branches would support me, or if it's even, like, an, an ideal thing. Um. I, I don't know how feasible, like, if you wanted to climb... Uh, there is the the trees will definitely support you. These are old trees mm-hmm. with thick branches. However, mm-hmm. because of your arm being in a cast, right, I don't know how feasible it is. You can still try, absolutely still try. It's just going to be more difficult for you to do this than. Uh, uh no, Adi no. thinks about his shin. Uh, after trying to climb up the fire escape, and he doesn't want to have another hurt shin so you also you also like look up at the trees like i said it's like a canopy mm-hmm. imagine like a, a a tunnel in a forest now yeah. like even if you were to climb up high in a tree uh Audie's not sure that he would be able to even see anything below the branches of the tree That's like okay. like it's 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 pretty spooky uh Audie, okay. i need you to roll a grit for me uh, against your own fears and superstitions. What's your grit at? 20. Yeah. uh, We're still pretty early on. Uh, Roll me a three. Okay. Rolled you a five. Okay. That's... (laughs) That could have got bad. That could have got bad quick. Uh, well, a three, like you would, the most you would get is a minus, a minus two in this situation. No, no, I means, know. But still. Um, okay, yeah, you. Not only do you do you like like not feel scared right now, but the fact that you're seeing your friends and you're on to like you're on to something now has like kind of invigorated you. You feel like like maybe you can go a little bit further. Maybe you can 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 push through this so uh the next fear check you have you'll actually have a bonus on uh to your roll Dope. okay um okay. i'm gonna go a little bit more uh just because Adi is aware that he's a 10 year old child by himself in the forest so um right. i'm gonna try to find like one more like um what's the word discernible like just something to where it's like a checkpoint 
that he can be like, okay, I follow this and this and this, and then we can get Kit around with Cat. Uh, it, it's getting harder. It's getting harder to um, really discern a checkpoint. However, mm-hmm. you have been taking really, really good notes about your path into this forest. Okay. Um, so you like, and, and Kit is a really good teacher, and he's been teaching you a lot, especially when it comes to tracking yourself and learning about like like finding out your positions of things. So you can you can estimate the pace that you have taken mm-hmm. um uh and judging by how far you've gone, you can kind of estimate, well I am now a quarter of a mile into the woods right. uh due west uh from that point uh that that it it, it veered west. Perfect. The other thing is Nobody's come in here. Like, you don't see... One of the oddest things about this is, like, you've you've done tracking before. You've seen that within a few minutes, like, actual footprints, actual paw prints get obscured by wind, get obscured by mm-hmm. dirt, become harder to track. Every single one of these footprints is exactly the same as Oof. the footprint before it. Um to the point where you uh you definitely feel like nobody nothing has even disturbed this area of the forest since Carly has been here. Okay. Um yeah, let's go a little bit more. Like I'm feeling good. Okay. Um how much longer? I'll like, give it two two more minutes. So, uh in you you travel for two more minutes. You're getting deeper in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to roll another fear check for me. Got it. Need another three or something higher. Uh, it is a yeah. We'll say a three again because mm-hmm. because he gets a bonus. Because he gets a bonus. This would be a five, but because uh, you get your bonus, uh, you're rolling a three again. Thanks, buddy. Fucking hell. Nat twenty. Okay, Audi. It's just wreck like you fearless. you have like like overcome like you've been overcome with this superhuman determination. Mm-hmm. Uh you know you're onto something. You have found where your friend has gone. You are are like and I don't I want to like 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 I don't want to force you into a situation. If you want to turn back, you are uh completely fine but as of this point you will be able Karen to going for the manager's you will you will go as long as you need to to find out where she is okay um like the idea the thought and again i don't want to i don't want to change like if you want to go back if you want your character to go back uh okay. that is completely up to you but, but okay, the thought of even turning back right now is is out of your mind. This is me as a like an adult man being afraid for a child, but like knowing how children are and like Adi hasn't seen any other tracks, nothing to where there's any predators potentially. It's just really dark, but I'm taking great notes. Let's do this, man. Let's find Carly Figueroa. Okay. Um so are you just going to keep on traveling then until uh, I tell you to stop? Yeah, until I find something that's um, that would have it to where I, I should go back and tell her dad or tell Kit. Like, you travel deep, deep, deep into the forest, deeper than anybody in this town has ever traveled before. Mm. But you're not even paying attention to that anymore. The word, the woods around you are are utterly unimportant. All you see are the tracks in front of you mm-hmm. until you get to a barrier. It's not a physical barrier. Mm-hmm. You can't see anything. The woods directly in front of you look exactly the same, this old, gnarled, ancient-looking trees as they did before. However... You stop in your tracks. Mm. You have now reached the barrier separating the normal moosewood trees from the ancient area that nobody has ever 
dared step foot in before. And you notice a footprint directly in front of that. You can't, like, you can't, like, those words aren't stuff you understand. You don't understand that that this is the barrier separating it. There's something that has stopped you, like, like fear aside, there's a, a, what's a threshold between this and another area. Uh, you're you're too young to really understand the meaning of that, what that signifies, but there is something that has stopped you. And the fact that you see a footprint on the other side of this threshold is like, like your brain is kind of misfiring right now, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Is it, is it the same footprint that I've been yes. following? Okay, cool. Yes. I was like, um, Okay, um, I'm going to attempt something, and I'm going to attempt it once. And if I can't, if it doesn't do anything, I'm going to turn around. Okay. Um, I am going to place my feet in the footprints, and I'm going to, like, do, uh, like, three yards back, and I'm going to try to step into the footprints and try to keep the pace and see if I can pass this threshold that I can't understand. Okay. Um... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you get to it. Uh, Nigel, I'm going to need you to roll a grit for me. Okay. Um, give me one second. I'm going to actually look up. I've been pulling numbers out of my ass for the most part. No, so. it's okay. Take your time. Well, and he's got to get a bonus for rolling that nat 20 earlier, right? Well, the bonus is that he is he has gone through every other fear check that he would have had to go through Mm -hmm. to get to this point in the story. So, you know, I've been having him roll every like two or three minutes, especially as we get deeper, it was going to get harder into it. Mm. Uh, The, hold on, I'm looking it up now. And I will say, well, I know I, I get that you've been shaving, shaving points off of the difficulty checks. I just thought that, uh, never mind. I misunderstood. So Uh, So this is not a fear based threshold. This is not any, like, like, there is Anything no difference. Emotional. Yeah. This is not like Audi isn't sure he should do it. This is almost like psychic energy or a spiritual force is now blocking his path mm-hmm. into this area. Um, give me a second. Oh. I gotta, I gotta pull the book up. No, it's okay. I was just, um, yeah, because I was all like, oh, maybe if I follow this path, like, there's a gateway that I'm not seeing. Like, that was the only logic there. Uh, but, so, I mean, like, I don't mean to be throwing curveballs or anything to, like... Mm. Yeah, so so just so you guys are aware, a tenor higher is the character succeeds smoothly and easily. Likely, it looks like the character is just showing off or that task is done so readily that it happens without any effort at all. At the GM's discretion, and certainly not necessarily, there could be some unexpected positive results from a success to this degree. The positive results were Nigel being able to to go through uh, okay. without any issues. Um Oh, that's what I, I wanted to look up, like, what what each roll means. Nigel, how many uh, crunchy points do you have? I have three. Okay. Um, you need to roll a ten for me. Okay. From grit? Yeah, a ten okay. grit. Fuck. I rolled a five. Do you want to add three country points to it? Um. I'll add two. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the is it the breach uh, one to four and then five to nine? Yeah. Okay. So if I just add one, I'm in the four category, right? So I still technically. Yep. Okay. So I'll, I'll add one point. So that puts you at a six, which is a negative one to negative three. 
Okay, before I ask you this, Nigel, like, I mean, it's um, it's kind of hard, uh, especially because I don't want to mix player knowledge with... Uh, character knowledge. Character knowledge, but are you sure you want your character to do this? <laughs> not now. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, like, he was all cocky and stuff, but not, like, douche-like. He was all like, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling determined. So I'm... Because I'm, I'm, uh, a negative one means... They they fail but just barely. Um, hmm. I will count that as just barely means they just barely failed. I'm giving you the option now uh, to back points? out to back out right now or to let this succeed and you cross through the barrier. Uh, what would Audi do if if it was Audi by himself and he had to prove something? He would um, he would just be reckless and run into it but because he has kit in his life and kit has um had it to where he's um he's thinks before he leaps and that he has to assess the whole situation um i'm gonna take my stick and just kind of stick it into the ground like lift my hands kind of up showing that they're they don't have anything in them and i'm gonna walk away because you scared me. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you about what could have happened uh, at a later date uh, okay. if you guys revisit the forest. Oh, and uh, before I leave, um, I, I just kind of want to say, um, just um, please return Carly. Her daddy misses her. Aww. There is no reaction from the forest or anything. Um, you've gotten the sense that you're you've been alone in this forest, like no animals, no nothing. Like, yeah, like that's like, and I think that's one of the reasons why you've been so like sure, sure of yourself that you're able to to go through and do this. Um, but I mean, is it even like no birds, no bugs? It's the springtime. No, nothing. Like, ugh, nothing. Fucking unnerving. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna follow my notes uh, and stick along with the path that's now i'm gonna follow the the heels back you you like you don't have a trouble heading back the nice thing is because there was no veering and because um the footprints have been unencumbered since you got here uh you're easily able to get back all the way to the point where you found the first footprint um i also want to take um my carving knife and i want to take um a small cut off of the cloth that was hanging on the tree there. No, it's it's like like microscopic. Like if your <sighs> face wasn't on the ground, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have noticed it. Shoot. That's okay. Um Yeah, no, I mean like better say than sorry, sense, I got a lot of You notes. get the sense that 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 it's been it's been four days since Carly disappeared. Mm. Nothing in this area has been touched. That if you need to come back in the next few days, it'll still be there. Well, the footprints, yeah. I just I was just taking the cloth. Oh, um, the, the cloth has been there for the four days too. Like, yeah, like it's all been there from since before Carly left. Okay. Um. No, I'll leave it as is. I don't want to disturb it. I mean, even though it's all pristine and stuff right now, so I need to find an adult. And that adult's name is Kit Russell, <laughs> Junior Lawman. Uh, so okay, so you you have this discovery, you have this 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 idea. Are you who are you going to tell first? Uh, it's a great question. Now here's the thing. Uh. You have information about a secret uh, ritual that was that was done by children, adults, mm-hmm. I mean teenagers, the night before. In that ritual, they seem to have knowledge about what happened to Carly, but right. they have not told any of the adults in the town about it. Mm-hmm. So, you're, you're fairly sure, especially because of the detectiving kind of training that that kid has given you that this should not be placed in the hands of grown-ups 
who do not know the entire context of the situation. As much as you would feel like you should tell, go straight and tell Carly's dad what you discovered, you're not really sure if he will be able to do anything about it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I gotta... Because um, I could be, like, headstrong and find the hacky sack bunch. But... Um, no, I'd rather try to locate Kit, even though he gave me the day off. So, uh, where do you go to see if where Kit is? Oh, let's say, how long would you say you were in the forest for? Uh, easily, a ha- uh, probably an hour. Like, I probably thought it was only 20 minutes, but because of how long I was walking and I lost track, I think easily an hour. Casey, how yes, long sir. did you did you take the three hours, full hours of detention, or did you just take one hour? Um, you know, I, I think I, I genuinely can't remember, uh, but let's say, you you didn't, um, you didn't choose. I'm asking you right now what, what you would want to do. Oh, okay. Um, you know what? Since Kit found some interesting shit, I think he was gonna do the one hour over three days, but since he found some interesting stuff and, and feels like he's onto something, he'll probably take the three hours. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Nigel, I'm going to say it has been two hours from okay. when, uh, you have left, uh, school to, uh, you getting back. Okay. Uh, okay. so where do you head to, to look for Kit first? Did you say the, the hideout? The station house? Whatever, the, where you guys gather your supplies. Yeah, um, I, I guess I'll, um, well, you know what, I should probably, um, because this, this is the path that is cutting through the forest to get to my house. And I've just been walking the whole time. I don't have my bike. So, like, I should right. probably get my bike. Okay. Uh, yeah, it takes you another ten minutes to get from the forest to your house. Uh, your mom is not even home yet. Uh, Adds up. Um, I, I, I write down a note. Um uh, I'm I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go jump some sweet jumps. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you wrote. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you grab your bike. Where do you head mm-hmm. first? Um, I'll head over to the station house to see if um uh if Adi's there or not. Cause I mean, it's school's been over, so like he should be, you know. Uh, Kit is not there. Uh, Cat is there. Cat is there sitting at the front of the door looking very, very, like, alert and concerned about the fact that his master has not shown up on time two days in a row. Hmm. <laughs> um, are, are there any snacks around? Yeah, you guys, like, oh, have a little snack snack cache. It's okay. a snack-dense environment. Um, I, I, I give Cat a snack, and then I leave a note with my grit, my, uh graph paper saying um i found footprints in the forest and i write down kind of the coordinates Mm -hmm. and it's like now i'm look i'm gonna try to find you okay uh so where are you gonna check next um i'm thinking maybe like uh you know what um i might want to see if my my dad's uh in town like maybe i want to go check out uh the bobs okay uh so you uh head down to the bobs and we are going to leave the episode at that to damn zero damn large zero um casey what i'm going to say is after two hours, you you thought maybe you'll stay for the 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 full sixty minutes. I mean, the full right. three hours. But after two hours, you're like, you know what? Uh, Fuck this. The people the people here has given me such a juicy lead. I uh, think I'm going to investigate it too. And you also okay. head towards the Bobs. Absolutely, I'm not even mad. Okay. Uh, and Casey, I will tell you. Uh, because we haven't had a whole lot of time between episodes. Right, right. I will tell you uh, what your research has uh, um, 
brought forth once I get some downtime and I can actually write of course. It down what you figure out. All right, so we'll leave it at that. You guys, okay, so you guys both head towards uh, the Bobs. Uh, Damn zero. Damn zero. You head to Damn zero. Uh, Adi, I don't think you would have brought Cat in this situation then, right? You're just no, going just, to go see your dad. No, I gave Hoping him, your dad's there. I gave him a, a treat and a good belly rub. Okay. Uh, so you guys are both riding on your box. Uh, Kit with fierce determination at the, the thought of Rah! a new lead. Uh, Adi with uh, kind of pent-up excitement about maybe meeting up with his dad. Uh, after how long has it been since you saw him last? Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Uh is this around the time where he said he was probably going to be back in town? Um, no, he didn't really say, but like Fridays, <laughs> uh, tend to be, um, the meetup night for, um, all the bobs. Like they got a, you know, they got the bar and all that in there. So like they discuss important business and, uh, facts and sports okay. statistics sometimes. Okay. Uh, so you guys head straight for the bobs. Um, and, uh, Adi, as you show up, you see your dad's, dad's truck parked in front of the lodge or the the, the dam. Uh, as Kit comes speeding by and kind of does a cool skid, uh, park oh, yeah. right in front of the right in front of the door. Whoa, deputy! Kit, my dad's here. What a fortuitous happenstance! Your your dad. Well, his truck is, anyways. Kit, I, I left a message. I don't know if you got to see it, but, like, I, I found something really important in the forest. Really? Oh, yeah. And, like, I show him my notes. Oh, Deputy. Oh, this is outstanding work. Thank you so Oh, much. Deputy, you're getting a promotion. Your star is getting another point. Uh, Kit, are you going to reveal any of the information that you found uh, to Kit? Yeah. I mean, to Adi? Abs- uh, absolutely. So uh, I did a little research, and I found out this stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I was intercepted by Susan and Sontag, two of the two of the participants in last night's ceremony. And they said that we should be speaking to their parents. Um, I think they're on the level. You know, last night has me fairly convinced that they may not be the bad guys in this, or at least that we may not be, you know, working at cross-purposes. And they said that we should really speak to their parents, both in the Bobs and the PTA. Uh, what a what, I, a what a thing that we should both arrive here at the same time. Also, I'm very glad, glad you made it out of those woods okay, by the way. That's, I would have been very nervous had I, I known. Say, Adi's a bit distracted by the smell of uh, fried chicken in the air. It's the Friday night fry up in there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you uh, know what? Uh, I don't think either of us has eaten since lunch, Deputy. What do you say we avail of ourselves of this uh, this establishment's board of fare and seek all the compliments of the house? So you delicious. guys, you guys enter into the establishment, and we will leave it at that. <laughs> yes, fantastic. Okay, buddy. Uh, so this was Peculiar Objects, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this podcast, please listen to our other podcasts on the semi automagic Network, because uh, that's the name of the network as long as it is. <laughs> uh, uh, you can listen to Dice and Virtue, a D&D uh, five, fifth edition podcast done by Dylan, Christina, and Casey. You can listen to True. the Final Podblum, a Sherlock Holmes podcast uh, done by Casey and Nick. Uh, you can listen to the Gerald Field Report, a critical media study of Hey Arnold episodes done by Casey and I. Um, if you like this episode, if you like these hooks, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handle is at the underscore PO underscore box. Submit um, a rumor. Submit a rumor. Submit a hook. What have you heard is going on? Right. Uh, well, and let's let's clarify. What do you mean when you say submit a hook? Those those things I read at the beginning of each episode. There you go. If you wanna if you wanna submit like a bit of like just a snapshot of life in Spencer's Folly of like somebody going to the bakery and encountering something weird, or like a, a fine um, table being built out of moose port wood. Or if right. you have a, a an intricate plot direction that you want this this story to go in, submit that too. Like I am slowly coming out, uh, running out of ideas uh, when it comes <laughs> to these uh, before story uh, little shorts, and I want to get this make this last as long as possible. So if you want to really like influence the lore of this this show, 
like this is unlike almost any other podcast we love talking to our our followers uh we will almost like 99.9 percent of the time respond to you immediately if you go onto our twitter pages um and we are really like encouraging any even kind if of you're not chris participation we want mm-hmm. in this uh we want in this show um, you can also follow our network at semi-automagi on Twitter, uh, and you can follow us at our respective Twitters, which is something I haven't had us actually do. Uh, Correct. I am at El Chupacabra DLX on Twitter. You can find your boy at Hotel Theotokos, capital H, capital T. And uh, you can find me at Nigel Collins eighty seven. That was very smoothly handled, Nigel. There was no way for the listening audience to know you literally had to look up your own Twitter handle just now. (laughs) I mean, you could try to respond to me. I'm I'm a bit slow on the on the the shot for that, but well, you're still you're still paying you're still paying by the tweet is what it is. Yeah. So once you get on a better plan, yeah. I I mean, it'll probably be in the next few months, and then when that is done, I am going to be up and firing all sorts of interesting facts. And statements and opinions. Yep. Wrong thoughts about... Uh, Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Take it I back. I was going to say s- sandwiches, but all right, Thank never you. mind. Okay, cool. I was like... All right, guys. As always, please stay indoors. Please stay six feet away from people. Wash uh, your damn hands. And don't go into the forest. <laughs> no. And if you do, once you reach the Hadal Timber... For God's sake, just stick a stick in the ground and get the hell out of there. And as always, keep it creepy. Keep it spooksome. Fuck. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Cue keep spooky it unsettling music. <laughs> keep it. Mm, keep, mm. keep on keeping on. Keep, yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.